Hey there, spooky friends. It's Megan. And before we hop into the episode, I want to tell y'all a little bit about what we've got coming up in person next. We're so excited to announce that our friends at Little Cottage Brewing have invited us back for a monthly spot with trivia. So that means it's time to mark your calendars with a few dates to come hang out with us and play along. On December 13th, join us for Creepy Holiday Trivia, where we'll have questions ranging from spooky holiday traditions around the world, mischievous holiday mythical beings, holiday-themed horror movies, and more. Then, on January 17th, join us again for a deck themed around fears and phobias. Last but not least on the calendar is February 14th for a theme of romance and scorned lovers in horror. We can't wait to see you on December 13th, January 17th, and February 14th for some excellent craft beer and a scary good time. Okay, okay, okay. I get it. Now, on to the episode. content warning before we get into the nitty-gritty of this mini-sode in case you completely missed the title. We're going to be talking about sex. This mini-sode is about sex, sex toys, sexuality, and everything to do with pleasure for female bodies. If that is a triggering or sensitive topic for you, or if you really just don't want to hear about vibrators, I invite you to switch over to some of our other mini-sodes to get your clever goals fixed. I confess, I was a late bloomer. My first kiss was at 17. The peck on Brad Bauerkemper's cheek at Vacation Bible School when I was five does not count. And the rest of my exploration began a slow and steady pace throughout the majority of my 20s. By the time my divorce was finalized in 2017, I was ready to make up for lost time. So I started reading. What do you do when you want to try something new? The incognito tab got a workout, but I found myself less interested in all the innovations that Adam and Eve had to offer, no offense Adam and Eve, and way more interested in how my potential new battery-operated boyfriend came to be. Seriously, have y'all looked at those things lately? They have something for everyone, literally. Imagine my complete and utter surprise when I discovered that vibrators began out of desperation from tired men. I know, right? Finally, the menfolk cutting corners has benefited humanity as a whole. Rachel Maines asserts in her book, The Technology of Orgasm, that the vibrator was the solution to 19th century doctors' problems of needing to more quickly and consistently provide genital massage to their female presenting patients. By the way, the technical term for orgasm at this point in history was hysterical paroxysm and was thought to be the solution for female hysteria or symptoms of depression and anxiety. The truth was the gals were just horny. There's lots of discourse around Maine's assertion in her book, but beyond the now obvious application, vibrators were also used on patients regardless of gender to address everything from fine lines and wrinkles to tuberculosis. By the early 1900s, vibrators were being marketed in sewing catalogs for home use, eliminating the time-consuming and costly visit to the doctor's office. By 1966, the vibrator was really hitting its stride. The sexual revolution of the late 60s and 70s saw to it that the vibrator innovation continued to progress, and the world started seeing cordless versions of the favored home appliance. Other improvements followed, such as variable speeds and intensities, more body-safe materials like medical-grade silicone, and fewer seams and pieces, allowing for easier cleaning. Even in more recent history, adjustments such as remote control, variable vibration patterns, and rechargeable batteries have all made modern vibrators more environmentally friendly 
effective, and discreet than ever. Using and collecting sex toys is completely normal, natural, and healthy, and might even help lower stress levels with consistent use. In 2009, the Journal of Sexual Medicine found that over 52% of Americans who identify as female own and use vibrators. A more recent study in 2017 found that of those surveyed who said they had at least one sex toy, over 80% of female-identified folks said that the sex toy was a vibrator, making it the most common type of sex toy in the United States. This tracks with global statistics, which confirm that vibrators are the most commonly sold sex toy around the world. By the way, the sex toy industry is worth $20 billion worldwide. A whopping 86% of Americans say that they own at least one sex toy, with vibrators obviously being the most popular. Another important criteria, the more natural looking, the better. And if you think all these stats point to super kinky alternative lifestyle babes, think again. The vast majority of the people surveyed are white, hetero, monogamous married folks. So what are you waiting for if you haven't yet embarked on your own sexy expedition? According to the Stats in a Minute article, most ladies either don't know where to start or they simply don't have interest. To which I say, girlies, you should definitely try a cheap vibe at least once before you rule out the experience entirely. It is neither harmful nor shameful nor unnatural to explore your sexuality in the safety and comfort of your own space. And if you still have a hang-up about this whole exploration thing, education websites like omgyes.com exist to ease yourself into the juicy world of pleasure on your terms. That's it for this mini-sode. I have tons of links to the studies that back up my claims in this one. Definitely check out the show notes for more reading if that's your thing. While you're at it, subscribe to our show so you can get more salacious details about the sexy parts of the scary stories we have coming up on our schedule. If you loved this mini-sode, please share the link with your buds and leave us a five-star review so other folks can find our content. I appreciate your time, and I hope you come back soon for more titillating conversations. The Clever Goals podcast is run by Blair, Megan, Melissa, and Marissa. This episode was made by Blair. Our intro and outro music was created for us by Josh Marshall. You can find links to his content in the show notes. For more episodes, expanded show notes, and other spooky goods, find us on your favorite social media platform through our handle at Clever Goals. Thanks for listening.